Let me crunch this thing. Jesus Christ. Well, I can't have it have it floating around banging against my teeth during the during the show. Oh, that'll be good. Very nice. I don't have a stand on mine to set. That's that's bullshit. It is actually kind of nice. It's like perfectly centered. I'm able to talk to you when I do my article, and I'm I'm definitely prepared now. Well, now that you're prepared, hey folks, welcome to Culture Jack. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Today on the show, we talk about the YouTube celebrity. Remember, uh, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe and share it with your pals. So get your headphones on. You're about to get jacked. So, like I said before, uh, we are going to be diving into this phenomenon known as the YouTube celebrity, what it means, kind of uh, its common occurrence now, today, 2018. Uh, But before we do that, I'm going to turn to my good friend Anthony here and ask him, what article have you brought from the internet? All right, so I've got a video game-related article. Ooh, la la. That, uh... I discovered, and it was kind of an eye-opener for me. So it headlines from Forbes, well, it comes from Forbes magazine, and the headline is, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 made $500 million at launch. <clears throat> Audible groan. So according to the publisher, Black Ops 4 made over $500 million during its three-day launch weekend. Uh, obviously, the leader of the 2018 year was Far Cry, Far Cry 5, which only earned 310. And let me put this in perspective, because Avengers: Infinity War brought 258.2 million opening weekend. Okay. So Call of Duty was 500 million opening weekend. That is correct. God, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of some wrap, justification in my head I, why it's well wrap wrap your head around the comparison, that right yeah yeah so the con, uh, the combined number of Black Ops four players across the three modes and then it go oh I guess we can just skip over that I was trying to find there was another really interesting statistic in here let me find okay so Call of Duty Black Ops two made five hundred million in its first twenty four hours. Jesus. This game made the same amount in its first 72 hours. Still good, just not nearly as good. Black Ops 2 made $1 billion in 15 days. If Black Ops 4 can pull that off, then we know it's a smash. What What is the average production costs it, it, for a Black Ops game. It does not state anything about production cost. I have no idea. So you'd have to think it'd, it'd be more than a movie probably, right? Yeah, let's let me check that real quick. <laughs> so it says in uh, it, this is a really old article, but the approximate launch cost for Modern Warfare 2 was 200 to 250 million. 200 to 250 Fifty million. So, 
I, I'm I, gosh, for I'm modern just modern a, modern warfare too. So you can imagine that it's got to be higher. Yeah, probably at that or at a higher point. So it was probably three hundred million or something. I don't know anymore. I mean, I don't follow that stuff. I haven't followed Call of Duty in some time. And Avengers at least cost three hundred million bucks. Avengers did, but it doubled Avengers opening weekend. Yeah, I know. I'm just Isn't having a that hard time. Crazy. Just because I'm not a Black Ops fan. But you got to remember. Of, well, hold on though. You got to remember a couple of things. A video game, sixty bucks per person. Movie ticket. Average movie tickets, what, 13 bucks? Sure. Takes a hell of a lot more people at movie ticket sales to uh, equal that number out. Well, I wonder how much to, like, it drops off, right? Because not everybody's able to see a movie right away. Uh, but you, you have high accessibility to the video game. No, it's not its, going anywhere, man. Within its you can first, download that. Yeah, well, and then you can download it for a long time, so it's not like a movie that'll go out of theaters uh, as well. I, I'm, I'm just trying to find any justification in my head that says that it is not more commercially successful than the Avengers, just because I really enjoy the Avengers and I'm not a big fan uh, of Carl of Booty over here. So, it, but the, but the replayability, right? <clears throat> you don't just play Call of Duty or any game for that matter for 90 minutes. That's true. You're putting a lot more, a lot more time into it as well. So, so the the uh, money exchange, right, is, is a pretty good exchange if you take it. Ninety minutes, thirteen bucks. Most of these games, especially Call of Booty, known for multiplayer, we used to play a lot of it. Uh, Halo, any of these games, any of these successful games. I mean, generally speaking, those guys that are putting their dollars in up front like that are generally going to play the living life out of that game, you know, for months on end. And they're probably buying the the deluxe, the super mm. secret covert edition. Uh, the early the, release yeah. this and the early release that, and you get this special thing. And, and that does it include DLC as well? I mean, because if you get a $30 season pass on top of all that. That did not. That was just for, I'm God. sure that was for the game. Can I tell you why I don't <laughs> like Call of Duty? Uh, this is your. Uh, this has got to be your best response to pretty much anything. Do you? I mean, do you like Call of Duty? I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. I think it's fun. It's kind of. It's fun. I, I. I. I'm just. I've never been on the Call of Duty boat. But then, you know, Titanfall was released, and then right after that, the next Call of Duty was Trey released. Treyarch did this game too. Just so you know. Um, and they took wall running. And they're like wall running is now now ours, and. Uh, Black Ops 4, you know, now they're like, oh, uh, this is a uh, uh, Battle Royale game as well. They eliminated the campaign in this one. You know that, right? No, I was unaware yeah, of that. Yeah, they have no campaign in Black Ops 4, um, which is being praised by everyone, even though when Titanfall had no campaign, it was like a major detractor yeah. for that game's success. Titanfall, I, I just I love Titanfall, and so I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Call of Duty saying, oh, yeah, wall running. We had that first. Liars. Yeah, it was Call of Duty 3. Overall, though, 500 mil three opening weekend. That's a lot, and probably not a time for it in this podcast, but maybe we'll talk about, uh, you know, game success, like financial commercial success later. But I wonder what the largest pot of money grabbed the quickest by a game was 
probably a Rockstar game, probably right a Grand then, Theft Auto. I think Auto. it was Grand Theft Auto Five, if I remember correctly. Probably, do you because it's the it, highest Grand Theft Auto Five is the highest grossing game of all time. But do you think it could have grabbed that billion dollars in the first weekend? I think it probably passed those guys. Yeah, well, probably yeah, probably passed five hundred million. I think opening it, it weekend got up, got up to a B on the first weekend. That'd be crazy. That I don't know, but that is money. Let's, that de- is let's develop a game. So, man. so much money in such a short run. In fact, I you know that was one game I was looking. at. I was kind of considering because there hasn't been well, yeah, because there hasn't been any like recent FPSs. I'm looking at you know, uh, uh, play Titanfall two again. Yeah, come on, man, it's a good game. Yeah. Anyways, it's YouTube celebrity time. All right, so like uh, we said in the intro, uh, we are going to talk about the YouTube celebrity. So there's this kind of weird thing that's happened, right? Um, You know, when you're your kid before said i'm going to grow up to be a doctor or i'm going to grow up to be a firefighter uh or an architect or musician or a movie star never really did it enter the enter the conversation uh mom dad i'm going to grow up and i'm going to make uh, unboxing videos for a living right right but there's people making hundreds of thousands millions of dollars on ad revenue and sponsorships for doing just that thing, for opening up the to- opening up toys on the internet. It, well, well, absolutely, and and that's that's the creation of the YouTube celebrity. Now, I mean, you can arguably go back to when YouTube started and the early guys that have gotten big, and um, but right now at this time, 2018, 2019, there are so many YouTube celebrities that are getting not only YouTube success, but there's there's quite a few that are getting commercial success with movie deals, TV deals, uh, outside sponsorship deals, and so much more. It's pretty uh, It's pretty wild to see. And uh, an interesting thing with that as well is under this new platform, predominantly YouTube, um, you get stronger viewership as an, ind- as an independent entity Instead of having the big productions like a standard, you know, quasi-celebrity, an actor, a singer, um, and then you've got a couple that stick out athletes and so forth and so on, to where literally you can be self-produced and you could drop a video every day, drop a video once a month, whatever it may be. And, I mean, you take an extreme extreme person like PewDiePie. What is he? PewDiePie. Right? 55 million 55 million oh he's up over 60 now is he over 60 now but he's not the number one anymore oh he's not there was someone that passed him up it's like t plus studios or or t something t studios really yeah uh they they passed him up for the number one block he's not and he's in this these people are legit i don't know i've never watched them oh see that's and that's the crazy part about what we're talking about here is so you got PewDiePie, fifty-five million was the reigning champion for years. Like mm-hmm. there's people that aspired, even when he's at fifteen million. I remember you remember when he hit like fifteen million. People were like, "This is ridiculous. This guy's got fifteen million. I remember the first time I watched one of his videos. I like I wasn't paying attention to subscriber numbers back then. Right. My little sister showed me, and she's like, "Check this guy out. He's hilarious. He's so funny." And I was like, "This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life." Um, and then, 
you know, he's a he's a multimillionaire, man. I mean, just doing YouTube. Uh, yep. So it is a, I mean, it's a feasible career path like anything else. You know, it's crowded. There's a lot of people there. It takes a lot to, to get to that point, but it's doable. It's doable. If you have the right amount of luck, the right amount of skill, charisma, you can do it. Absolutely. It's just crazy to recognize that. I mean, and, and a couple other interesting things with the YouTube celebrity, and then we'll go into, I think, a little bit more detail of, of what that means. Um is we have celebrities. You take Will Smith. It's been a big thing through 2000, the latter part of 2018, who is a pretty big actor as far as the name goes, right, uh, who's doing a vlog. I mean, that's that's just kind of crazy to me. You've got uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who owns Seven Buck Production, which is his production company, who is sponsored and did a lot of really cool videos, but he also was doing YouTube videos. That's nuts, man. Isn't that kind of crazy? But it's cool on the same front because it is a recognition of this platform, uh, of this platform's legitimacy. It is a recognition that yes, this is a viable place to catch the population's eyeballs. And we talked about it in a previous episode, the death of old media, where uh, you know new the television and and shows and cable TV and stuff is going uh, the way of the dodo. As these new things like YouTube and Instagram and, and start to gain momentum and speed, and that's um, it, we see old media in its dying death throes. But one of the things that I think makes a YouTube celebrity a celebrity uh, makes them appealing to people is the accessibility of them. Right? It's not just like a TV show that you watch; you can communicate with this person, you know, through the comments or other videos, and they will respond if you if you get enough upvotes or or you get uh, enough views on your video they will respond to you and so I think that's that's kind of cool and it makes it well it's the same as being a celebrity I think it makes it different is that accessibility piece yeah it makes it more interactive to where like mm -hmm. you, you have that the ability to interact with him or her not necessary not necessarily easy per se, um, but the ability is there. And you can watch their engagement to the back and forth. If you look at comments, if you look at whatever, and in some cases, some of those guys do the Q&A, some of those guys do the live feed, some of those guys do uh, reading the jackass comments that come with, with YouTube. And um, But it, it's really interesting depending on who you watch. Now, we've, we've mentioned this and talked through the points of – you know, you can watch 10 huge subscribers I've never heard of it, vice versa. Um, but that is what is so crazy with the YouTube celebrity. Now, if I said, if I rattled off 10 big movie star names, you're going to know at least probably three or four of those. Yeah, probably. More, more, more than likely, mm -hmm. right? But I can name off 10, maybe even 20 YouTubers that I follow that have a pretty damn big following that you're going to be like, nope, nope. Nope. No idea. It, right? Uh, and I think you're you're absolutely honest up to where it, it does take. It takes a, a culmination of things to kind of get that get that avenue going, or or already have that. It takes a lot of things, but most importantly, what it takes is uh, an arena for him or her to play in. And when they create that, no matter whether it's male, female, uh, generally speaking. YouTube, and a big difference too, is YouTube's not scripted. There are people that do scripted things on there, but a lot of the bigger 
single entity or YouTube celebrity type people is it's you're going into their world and that's what makes it such a unique experience. You take you take PewDiePie, who's got his own way of now telling news or, or whatever he wants to talk about. Pew news. Yeah, pew, 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 pew. And he shoots <laughs> little lasers or whatever. Uh, but uh, you, you, you've you got him, for instance. you got Casey Neistat's and his, his uh, vlog and his, his journalistic little things that he does whenever his photojournalism video story things that he does or whatever right um but you're literally going into his world and if you capture the audience then it grows and grows and grows and, and it's very cool because you know like uh you take casey neistat for instance the guy's got and, he, and he's talked about some of the big deals he's got and some of the big things he's been able to do well he had a partnership with cnn there for a hot minute and know? then he sold his company to cnn beam right yep beam and then he sold it to him and now he's got three six eight um he's had deals with uh uh shoe companies he's had dude he's had to see deals with samsung he was doing uh video deals with samsung so he, he's been able to do a lot of things, and he's fairly recognizable at this point. You know, granted, he has I think, 10 or 15 million subscribers at this moment, a lot of people, but he's a fairly recognizable guy. He's got characteristics. He's got his place. So he, he is a quasi, I would say he's a quasi-celebrity, does a lot of events. Um, but what's so interesting about all of this is, you know, I, I, I can name – a couple, not not a lot, and I'm sure you can too. A couple of YouTubers that you watched when they were in the thousands, a couple of thousand, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like 15,000, 20, 30, 40, 50, a million. You're like, holy shit, right? But you, but the cool part was and is is that unlike a movie, you can watch. They generally have a lot more content, and it builds up to that celebrity, right? Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that a couple of times. Um, there it was. <clears throat> I found it. <laughs> uh, it's it's neat to see that. It's neat to see these kind of grassroots, homegrown champions of the people come up and become YouTube stars. And then people like you and myself that travel in these circles that have YouTube channels that pay attention to news in social media and YouTube and stuff like that. Uh recognize these people but there is a large portion and we talk about that old media we'll talk about we can talk about you know online publications but there is such a stigma attached to being a youtube celebrity it's the legitimacy of it is not recognized as much as being you know that movie star celebrity or that yeah. talk show host or or something like that why why do you think that there is such a big, I don't know if it's a if it's a big push, or if it's a uh, just kind of this inert subconscious thing that that people don't want to recognize these people as actually being stars, even though they have all the qualifiers, the notoriety, the the money, the fame, the platform, and the eyeballs. Why do you think there's such a, a big push for this to? you know, not, not be legitimate or this to be just kind of a, a passing trend or phase? Uh, well, I mean, my, my personal opinion on this is a couple of things. One, you're talking about 100 years versus 10, right? right? So 100 years of cinema being brought to big screens and so forth. So there's that part of it, right? Uh, so that transition hasn't quite made it. The other part is 
in being a YouTuber, you're a YouTuber. Uh, that part alone, conversations I've had with people, uh, conversations I've seen other people have with comments and so forth and so on, I still believe there's a pretty big disconnect where people think creating good media. Now, obviously, there, in YouTube, there is everything under the sun. Well shot, shitty shot. Good story, bad story. Uh, this, that, this, that. And you can go through, like, listen, listen, listen. I think I'm really surprised that you said, well shot, shitty shot, without twisting your tongue up. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, so so there's such an assortment of, of that, right? So I think people, um, as they search for whatever it is they're searching for, because that's, that's what you do on any mm -hmm. platform, uh, YouTube being the second largest search platform there is, you know, they search for these things and they see that, right? And so naturally what that does to them is, and, and I don't mean shitty because, like, there's shitty movies out there. But, I mean, you'll never see a movie at a video store that has the the level or or as many shitty movies as you would see on YouTube. Right. I mean, there, there just isn't. It doesn't work that way. If right? I, if a, I, like, amateur, amateur plays in YouTube. Amateur filmmaker plays in that other world. Yeah, if I if I go look up how to fix my toaster at home, I'm I might wade through five or six garbage videos before I find the one video that's on, going on how to, to. So yeah, so and that's exactly my point. So you wade through the five, but your expectation isn't Avengers quality, right? Right. You're I just expect like, Fuck, I'm I just find five I, of those. Yeah. Right. I, I just want to. I, I just want to fix my fucking toaster, man. Let's 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 get this going, right? So with that, and with the ability to do that. Um, that's what I believe creates that thought or, or that feeling. It's like, well, I know you're a YouTuber, bro, and I could shoot a video too. But it, everyone's a YouTuber, bro. Right. Yeah. Well, well, and I think, and I think, well, actually, I don't think from my experience with talking to some people, not all people, of course, but with a, a few people, I, I, I have felt like after having conversations with them, that they think it's like, and in some cases it is as easy as just picking a camera up and shooting yourself talking um, or doing whatever it is. But I think that that connection right there uh, is the other reason why people have an issue with associating uh, YouTubers as celebrities. In some regards, I think that the YouTube celebrity is an even more impressive entity than your standard Joe Blow movie star. Because not only are they the star of the show, they're the set designer, they're the writer, they're the director, they're hair and makeup, they're the whole kitten caboodle. Yeah, I mean, they're the, something's... They're the key grip, they're the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. the lighting specialist. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They're the assistant to Mr. Well, she, a. Well, well, right, you know what's also cool with just adding to what it is? Think about this, man, and I've done it, and I'll continue to do it probably the rest of my life, and I'm sure you will, and millions and millions of other people, is search for things you need. You said you need to fix your toaster. So these people aren't just actors and editors and all. They're also teachers and, like, people that help you do shit. Yeah. Like, you don't go to a movie and be like, dude, I figured out how to fix my car, bro. Thanks, Johnny Depp. Yeah, I know. God. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth in Thor 5. <laughs> Hello, I, I finally figured out how to make that chicken manicotti, you know? <laughs> I, so, I mean, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. And I, I just think it's 
you know, like I said, in a way, it's more impressive than just being a celebrity that shows up, reads your lines, and looks good. You just like with, with that, with that. You know what it also reminded me of, uh, as a as a disconnector, is that the the people on YouTube. They don't get. They're not perfect. That projection of those Hollywood stars has always been. There, there's exceptions to this, but the majority of them has always been the product of perfect, right? Perfection. They always look very sharp. You're talking about when they're out in the street, when they're uh, on the on the red carpet, when they show up. No, for no, the no, no, talk no. Shows or like no, in the movies. In, in the movies, I mean the actors themselves. When you see a Chris Hemsworth, when you see a uh, a uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, when you see that, I mean they they, they are looked at as like these these uh, exotic creatures of people, right? To where on YouTube, I, I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm trying to think of- <laughs> What uh, hideous monstrosities. Well, well, no, but it's like the norm, the average person. Right. Right, you know, I mean, how many YouTubes that you know of could be like, man, that guy's got, you know, he looks kind of like uh, Jared Leto, or he looks kind of like uh, this guy that could be, that that you would compare to like a celebrity uh, as far as their their physical stature, I, I can't think of there's one. A, there's a lot of good looking people on YouTube. Well, well, there is. I'm not saying yeah. there isn't, but what I am saying is more often than not, you're right. watching a normal person, like your neighbor, some pimple faced <laughs> dude giving you his uh, his two cents about uh, the the last last Star Wars novelization or something sure, like that. Sure, yeah. sure, or, or a guy with a with, with a beer gut trying to explain how to change a tire, and like you don't give a shit. Right. You know, but but I think that also blends into that, like, this is why they're not, they won't be as big, you know, or this is why this or that, you know, and I think, oh, go ahead. Looks like you had a thought there. I did have a thought. Also gas. Uh, but there's a parallel, too, because I have seen and I have heard people on YouTube talk about, you know, the persona that they project sometimes is not their true persona as well you know they they are acting they are putting their best foot forward so uh i i I don't mean that to detract from you know regular joe blows that are making videos because it doesn't i just think that's another parallel between a what we have historically considered a celebrity and what now can become an internet sensation or celebrity no YouTube, yeah, and you no, no, you that's that's correct. I I agree with that too. Yes. Well, well, no, well, no. Think about that because if you elaborate a little bit on that, uh, and you you open this with unbox guys unboxing stuff. I mean, you look at there are some very big name guys that started off by literally unboxing. Now they have uh, full production teams, right? So it went from it's just me, guys. I'm unboxing this thing to now. They're getting products sent to them. They're getting full reviews. They have a production team. They have an editing team, so forth and so on, to where it's no longer just that guy to where he is constantly putting his best foot forward, right? He has built into that to where it's essentially his full-time job. Granted, it's probably a pretty sweet job because it's it's his deal, but um, that ability and uh, that type of that's a commendable thing. That's what any guy could do or, or gal could do if they go to those levels because it requires um, just like a just like a uh, movie star. It dude, you're gonna do good stuff. You're gonna do bad stuff. But you have to keep doing stuff to get there, right? Um, in the YouTube celebrity world, it, 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 there are some funny things because like 
uh, I, I was I was thinking through it. I'm like, you know, YouTube celebrity. When you're walking through the the cashier line at uh, the grocery store, you see those tabloid magazines. Mm-hmm. I don't know the names of those, but like Inquirer. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, like Inquirer or whatever, like t- the TMZ bullshit. Sure, right? sure, sure. Uh, as you, because I'll look at them as I'm walking through, right? You know, it's like Ben Affleck or Matt Damon or or whoever, some big name, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. It, like I can't, I can't recall ever seeing any like Casey Neistat or Peter McKinnon or or whatever. No, no, right? You know, because that's all old media. But if you look on YouTube, there are entire channels that are dedicated to like YouTube drama and who's fighting who and who's beefing with who. Uh, and well, well, and they also got this is how, and it's kind of cool to see this because mm-hmm. they'll also do videos on. Uh, They'll do videos on other people's videos, right? That's mm-hmm. a common. That's pretty common. Sure. Common deal. Dustin did this thing, so now Dustin, I'm gonna do a video on Dustin's top five videos, and uh-huh. they do that now, and it, and it's kind of like shit, man. So I mean, I guess if we think about it, we talked about it earlier, where the YouTube celebrity is not being recognized by mainstream media or old media. But it is recognizing itself. It's almost developing an entire ecosystem in its own uh, that has all of these different aspects that one would expect in a you know there's there's awards, there's drama, there's you know the the top of the top, there's response replies, there's reviews on videos. Um, so it's almost like it it's kind of it's like taking its it's building its own yeah yeah right and, that's kind of neat it, it is kind of neat and it's going to be interesting to see where this goes in five to ten years on as this can because it's it's still building like i said it's the second biggest search engine there's billions of videos uh, billions of hours of videos reviewed a year on there and it, it's it's pretty pretty cool to be able to see and and you know to have my small very small part of the pie in it and and uh, it, it's pretty cool to see and interact. So do you think that this is a passing trend or a fad? Do you think that the YouTube celebrity is something that we're talking about now but won't be maybe in five years? No, not at all. What, what, I, think, what I think is going to happen is uh, it's just going to continue to evolve. I think that what we'll see... Um, we'll see it continue to continue to evolve. The tipping point or the interesting point to think about is this: is how mainstream will YouTube go? That's the thing that uh, I think about as a creator. Like, mm-hmm. how far, how far are the best of the best going to get? Are they going to allow for amateur amateur creators to be at the top, mm-hmm. or does it have to be these bigger productions that are coming in? Well, I mean, we've, we've seen, I'm sure you've seen, there are, um, you know, more and more on the trending uh, page, on your home page, you will see uh, more of Jimmy Fallon, more of John Oliver, more of these traditional media types going, oh, this is where the eyeballs are at, uh, and whether they are... <laughs> They are paying YouTube to be so easily recognized on their on their platform, 
or not is a subject of great debate because how is this video trending with you know 22,000 views when this other video has 5 million views and it's nowhere near trending even though it's only a couple days old. Uh, so that could be another another topic altogether. But you see these kind of old media types coming into YouTube and going, hey, we want a piece of that pie. So I wonder, you know, not only is it just going to be the most professional of the YouTube creators that are at the top, like you said, not the ones that are rookies but have big followings, is it going to become more commercial yeah. than, than it is? Is the YouTube celebrity or the dream of the YouTube celebrity going to go away because of increasingly aggressive algorithms that don't favor the little guy or don't allow the little guy a chance to get their foot in the door? Uh, and so that's just, it's something to kind of ponder and, and think about. It'll be interesting to, to look back in five years, in 10 years, and see what it actually becomes. Uh, but for now, I, I think there's, we talked about accessibility. I think there's an opportunity for anyone, if you have the drive, the consistency, and the skill uh, to make and succeed on YouTube. Absolutely, and that's that's a, that's a really good note. And we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I do believe that the uh, YouTube celebrity, I, I think it's an important thing. It removes that untouchable status and that 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 world, especially as YouTubers grow. Now, obviously, as as also all individuals hit that quasi celebrity to big celebrity status, their accessibility becomes more and more and more and more limited through time, naturally. Uh, but it is still cool to see, you know. Uh, personally, through a couple of bigger YouTubers, I've I've dropped comments, and and it's not personal bullshit at all. I've just dropped comments on videos, and I've had them respond, and I was like, holy shit! It's you, nice. It's a good feeling, man. Well, well it is. It was like hey, my voice was heard, right? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so that was cool, and it goes the same for uh, uh, on uh, some of the other social medias too, Instagram, and. You know, that's pretty damn cool. I've actually uh, commented back and forth with a really big Instagrammer, and I was I, I left it like, damn. That's cool. My wife, she watches on Facebook. She watches a couple people that open pearls. She just likes it. They they open pearls, and then they sell them. You know, there's a, there's a different genre of video out there like, for everybody. Like out of, like, what do you mean? Like man? oyster pearls. Like they crack open oysters and they go, okay, this pearl is this color and uh, such and such ordered this, so this will be in the mail. It'll be, you know, $53 or whatever. Wow. She will watch this thing for an hour, hour and a half. Like she likes watching these things, but they're, they're live streams. And so I'll be walking by or I'll be playing video games or something and, and I'll hear the little, little person on her phone talking, you know, giving this video and go, yeah, Danielle, you know, well, I actually got these oysters from uh, such and such place, uh, and, and I got another order coming in. So thanks for asking the question, Danielle. I really appreciate it. How's it up in Alaska? And uh, I'm like, were they talking to you? And she's like, yeah, I put a comment in. And so I think that's really cool to, mm -hmm. cool to see. And I'm not even, like, I'm not watching the oyster videos, but my wife, you know, she gets uh, – you know, a, a shout out in the middle of a video. I just, I just think it's interesting. It's it's kind of a good feeling. Yeah, no, that that is interesting. That and that is cool, and and it's great to have that interaction. So, um, I think this is a good conversation, kind of off the normal path. So, I'm I'm, I'm hopeful we'll come up with some more of these uh, oddball podcasts. And with talking about <laughs> oddball, what gadget? 
do you have in the hopper for today? Wow, weird. Um, I, I didn't think you would you would say that, but it's actually uh, the Sony Oddball. It's a it's a new device. Um, <laughs> you stick, Are you stick lying? One on each elbow. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, it's not the Sony Oddball. Uh, they've just that's rumored to be released. That's not even out yet. Uh, no, this one is. Uh, oh shoot, where did it go? I I want to show you a video of it first. I want to I want to narrate a little bit what's going on here. Uh, we're looking at a, a person rubbing their finger across a uh, looks a little bit like a ovular disc device, um, and now they stick their finger in it. They're moving it back and forth. Anthony is looking with a a, a face of pure disbelief. It's. It's, it's a, is this a nail trimmer? This is a this is a nail nail trimmer. It's not electric your, nail trimmer. Yeah, it's not your normal pair of fingernail clippers. It looks like there are uh, rotating blades on the top and bottom, and they they uh, just move the device back and forth in a kind of semi-circle shape across the fingernail as it slowly no, it chews doesn't. off it is your flat. Did you have to move it? You have to move it around your finger. Yeah, yeah, they're moving it back and forth. But it is completely flat. It looks kind of like a white mouse <laughs> like for your computer, right? It does. It does. What? It's got very gentle music, too. You get those nice round edges. There's no, no, no sharp, no hangers hanging off. You don't have to worry about cutting too deep. This is great. This is a long ass video, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they're just doing the same thing over and over. What is the retail value on this? Or yeah, well, what is the retail cost on this? Uh, hold on, hold on. I had you it. You have to have a price on this thing. I do have a price. It's not expensive. Um, hold on. What was it called? It was. It's the Personic uh, NC1 Electric Nail Trimmer and Clipper. So the, the Personic NC1 electric nail uh, trimmer and clipper, I found it on Amazon, and it is it retails for $10.64. You can get it in blue or pink. That is a nail grinder. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean... it's gr Dude, it grinds the shit off your finger. Not your finger, your nail. Which is hooked to what? It was perfectly safe. You saw, you saw that lady <laughs> running her finger across it, sir. But, but it was... Your nails hooked to your finger, so you're grinding your fingernail off of your finger with this thing. No, I mean it is. I've seen, uh, I've seen one of those like callus ones. Actually, I think I have one. Is it, and it's like a grinder as well. Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's got the circle spinner. It's like that, but it's instead of it being a metal grinder, it's got like sandpaper on it to grind off calluses and shit like that. Similar thing. They're pushing out all of these like uh, cheap products. Uh, you, oh, go ahead. No, go. No, please tell me. Talk to me about it. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. So uh, fingernail uh, clipping technology hasn't changed in my lifetime. And uh, I, I was, you know, before this, pretty satisfied with the current <laughs> fingernail clipper technologies. The, the, uh, yeah, the thing that's worked for how I don't even know how long, probably a long time, right? Yeah, I, I think I want to do an entire podcast on hygiene products. Can we do that's, that? That's very that's very easily done. Anyways, 
continue what you were saying. So you you were satisfied with the previous. Why choose? Why did you choose this item, sir? I just stumbled across it. It's not like I chose the item. It's more like the item chose me. So are you going to purchase this item? Absolutely not. Not at all. No interest. No, I wouldn't. I, 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 like I said, I'm perfectly satisfied with fingernail cl- clipper technology. I just thought it was interesting because with fingernail clippers, like a regular pair, you're like clip, 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 done. Maybe three or four clips, right around the around the nail, get the nice round-ish nail. You know, yeah. sometimes it turns into a little more of a geometry kind of kind of play. But um, yeah, I, I I don't see spending. You know, a long time on my face grinding each one of my fingernails. Because I'm going to say off. that that video was pretty long, and you'd be done your fingernails and your toenails probably by the time that video was in, was done playing, right? Hey, I got a question for you. When you're clipping your fingernails, do you ever clip the skin off underneath your finger fingernails? What do you mean? Like you clip clip your nails clip too far? No, not too far. You clip your nails, and you clip down uh, to to before it hurts, obviously. Right. I, I, yeah. Most I normally, of the time? Yeah, most of the time I'm not like trying to clip the end of my finger off. <laughs> oh my God, this hurts. Why am I doing I this again? Using a, uh, uh, a, uh, so I, I'm, I'm a notoriously deep fingernail clipper. Like I clip deep when I clip. Um, and then when I'm done, I mean, do you like, do, is there any ever like extra skin that's like, man, that's sticking up. Maybe I should clip that off as well. Not that I can recall. No? I'm not real. I just clip to the end of my finger so it looks clean and nice. I don't have extra skin hanging off, man. And in fact, it's kind of weird that you're asking that. Because I do. Like, every one of my fingers, I clip the finger skin under my fingernail. All right, folks. Uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? We're, we're going to end this. <laughs> we're not getting into the I don't intimate, do it on my toes, but I do intimate, it on my fingers. Uh, I'm going to show you. I'll show you after the show. All right. Do you have a pair of fingernail clippers? I'll show you I, now. I do. No, not on me. No, I don't. You don't want to share. Your, you don't want me no, to clip my skin with a... your fingernail clippers. <laughs> That's it for the episode, guys. Let's throw your headphones to the floor. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook at Culture Jack. If you like this episode and want to hear more, make sure and subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and tune in next week. Culture Jack. Tech, games, movies, and more.